Well, hey, everybody. This is Kyler Bingham with Salt Lake Dirt. I'm super excited to welcome back uh, one of our, our favorite guests from the past. Dmitry Samarov is here to talk about his new book, To Whom It May Concern. Uh, Dmitry, thanks so much, so much for coming back. This is great. Thank you very much for having me. Um, I'm, I've become a fan of, of, of your work. So, you know, the last time I'd, I'd seen a couple of your things and now it's like I'm I'm excited that you reached out with it with this new project because um, I'm just really digging the books that you're putting out. Um, this one in particular, I thought it was such a great idea for a book. So um, I and I was like really excited to read, you know, the, the letters. So maybe I guess you, you could just tell people the, the concept of the book and um, how it, how it all came about. Sure. Yeah, it's it's a it's a strange one, I guess. But uh, in it it came about. Uh, so so what the book is is a bunch of letters that I've written in the past past year or so uh, in response to actual letters I've received. But the actual letters, uh, some of them are as old as thirty plus years mm. old. So, but I'm responding as myself now. <laughs> Uh, so there's this weird like disconnect and, and or kind of I don't know uh, I'm I'm still uh, you know wrapping my mind around what what it is that I made here but uh, I it, you know broadly I guess I can say it's fiction because I mean I've withheld or changed names and uh, clearly whoever those letters were written to is not the person that's answering right exactly yeah well I think like. And I think the reader, at least, you know, from my perspective, it really, it got me thinking about, you know, my life and, and just kind of people who've come and gone throughout the years and, um, and how, you know, in the past we used to write letters and how, like how exciting it was to get a piece of mail, um, and, and to go back and forth that way, a handwritten letter, um, or even a type letter, like nothing, nothing really beats that. And we've, we've kind of lost that, uh, for the most part in our culture. I mean, I was a while back, I was super excited. I got a, out of the blue, I got a postcard from you and I, and I don't think I can't remember <laughs> the last time I got a piece of like uh, physical mail from somebody that was like, it, it was just, it was, yeah, just kind of something that wasn't expected. Uh, I, I can't remember the last time I got something like that. And then it kind of like brought me back to a moment where like, man, this was like, I mean, maybe, maybe in a way, it, it can be good that it's so infrequent because it becomes so much more special. As maybe in in the past, I didn't view it that way, but I, I just think it's such a um, you know, and I think a lot of people have talked about this. Maybe it's become kind of a cliche, but it, it's like it's definitely something that I feel is is lost, and it's kind of a sad thing that we've we've moved a, a, away from that. So I just think it's great that you're <clears throat> you, you know you're revisiting this and it's such an interesting concept to respond to letters that, you know, could be possibly decades old. I mean, uh, definitely responding differently than you, than you would have, you know, 10, 20, 30 years ago. So, and um, also, I mean, I, I assume, well, many of these letters I did respond to, but you know, yeah. I'm not a monster, so I didn't keep carbon <laughs> copies. So I, I have no idea how I answered them, but I'm sure it was different in the way yeah. how I answered them uh, in this past year. But uh, yeah, as far as the larger project, like the postcards and everything, I'm 
you know, I've been on this very, you know, Pyrrhic lonely crusade to, uh, you know, preserve or, or continue, you know, tangible physical art, you know, basically my whole life. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I never left like, yeah. And I don't write as many letters or send as many postcards as I used to before the internet. But, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, there is, there's a perceptible, there's just a qualitative difference between getting something even like some shitty, Oh, some, some lousy (laughs) postcard and, uh, getting say an email or even worse, a like, you know, or a a follow. Yeah. Um, and since I'm, you know, will forever be and primarily am a painter, you know, I'm very, very uh, interested in things that are not even reproducible, not even in a physical way. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And uh, also, yeah, these these letters uh, in the idea of rereading the letters that I've kept for years and years, these stacks of letters uh, came about during during COVID lockdown where I, like many other people had to find new, new avenues or new um, jumping off points for my creative pursuits. And uh, wh- what I dove into was this archive of crap, which included, <laughs> which included personal letters. And before the letter, this whole letter thing, it led to collages, which has become like a major part of my my activity these days and uh, they're definitely the, these letters are an outgrowth of that and all the artwork that's in the book uh is composed of cut up fragments of the letters that i'm mm. responding to uh so there's a very very close connection between the the images and the and the text in this book yeah i mean it's it's very visceral like you see uh you know you have old addresses um, of yours from Brighton, Massachusetts, and um, things are chopped up. So clearly, like mail being um, received, which is so cool. Uh, let me ask you about. So the you said you you know you changed the names, but the the letters, the people that they're addressed to, it goes in alphabetical order. So it's like dear. Yeah, you caught that. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's it's the yeah. I have one for every letter of the alphabet. That you know, I needed an organizing principle, and I did. You know, comp- sort of order them thematically, but then, in terms of the order of names, I, I figured that this would be as good a way as any to organize them. Uh, oh, Uh-oh. I, I, I'm, ge- I'm getting protests. I, I get, I get so, yeah. somebody there is not happy with the alphabet. Me, um, All right, <laughs> let me remove. <laughs> this is Rooney, and I was hey like, Rooney. He's a, yeah, you get, you get, you'll have to paint him sometime. Let me um move him to Absolutely. another room. Of I'll course. be right go, back. Go for it. Yeah. All right. All right. He just needed to go to the bathroom, it looks like. So he's all set. Oh, now. Okay. So, <laughs> so, so Rooney has lodged the first, uh, criti- this is my first review of my book. Like, <laughs> he's like, no. The, the, this alphabet scheme, you're, you, you got to be kidding me. Unacceptable. You, you got to do better than that, pal. <laughs> that's, that's what Rooney says. <laughs> well, you know, as in any of these books or any of these uh, creative pursuits, you know, you, you have to choose limits and uh, parameters. And this is one way of doing it. Is it the best way? I don't know. But I early on in early drafts of the separate letters, I would have, uh, you know, and 
what I do in lieu of names is just letters, uh, just just capital letters. Uh, yeah. Uh, and I always had that, but I used to have them sort of corresponding to each other. Like, like if I'm referring to one person, then it was another. And I sort of over time dispensed with that. Okay. And, and just had every, le- because in a way they're, all the people are interchangeable or, you know, you, you can mix and match uh, because, because the hope is that like, like you said at the top, you it would get the reader thinking about their own lives. Uh, I mean, the things I'm writing, I don't think are especially unique. Uh, and hopefully, you know, there's, there will be some of it that's relatable to, to many different kinds of people. Yeah, uh, no, for sure. Absolutely. I mean, I think, I think it really does pull you in. And then, um, I do love the, the, the introduction's great. I love, uh, your letter to the postal worker near the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just think that's wonderful. Um, yeah, that's that's the kind of bookend of it. Yeah. <laughs> well, because once I, I mean, I settled on the alphabet thing very late into the mm. process and I counted them up and I was short a couple <laughs> to have the full, all the alphabet. Yeah. <laughs> the English, <laughs> English alphabet. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, so so that was one of the one of the things I added <laughs> was what yeah. was the little love letter to the postal worker? Yeah, because. You think you know they get they get ragged on so much and they're so they work so hard and they try yeah <laughs> they don't always succeed but they sure try well it's like it's kind of so a, wanted... it's yeah it's kind of the, the i mean i see my my guy coming in uh every day and you know it's there's bound to be mistakes there's so much mail coming and going i mean it's yes. like you're just human so um yeah i think most of them are trying <laughs> the best they can just like the rest of us yeah, and it's just such an unwieldy. These piles and piles of what a mess. Yeah, and it's such an antiquated, outmoded system, and so much of it, as you said, with you know, in contrast to the electronic or digital communications, uh, it's still going, but we haven't funded or kept up or modernized it. Right. Yeah. So it's it's a wonder it succeeds as much as it does. Yeah. Really, yeah. if you think about it. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, the, the, the other challenge of a thing like this is not to lapse into nostalgia or like mm. the good old days. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I don't have that, even though I work in completely archaic outmoded mediums, uh, I don't have that where like, I think that there's some other time that, yeah. uh, was preferable. I mean, maybe I would have had more success in some other time, but I don't live in some other time. I live now, so yeah. the tension, the grappling with the the old stuff and the new stuff is really at the center of a lot of what I do. I love that. Like I, it, um, I have students, you know, teenagers, and they, mm-hmm. um, in my classroom, I have a lot of stuff. Which 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 grade do you teach? I forget. I teach eleventh and twelfth grade. Okay, yeah. So, so they're, yeah, you know, they're, they're finishing yeah. up. They're they're yeah. towards the end. But I have like, you know, in my classroom, I have a lot of stuff that, you know, you know, like a record player and a typewriter sure. and just things they can kind of like, I encourage them to like, you know, touch it, like go like, learn how yeah. it works and play with it and whatever. Um, and it's just funny because I have like, I just feel like there's a real strong 90s resurgence right now. And they're like, oh, wow, you grew up in the 90s. Like, that's so, that's so cool. I wish I grew up in the 90s. And I'm like, okay, like it's, it was just. It, it, I, I guess I kind of relate because like I think we, 
it's easy to romanticize like time periods that you were not even around for. So I know like when I was in school, it's like the sixties or seventies, like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I, th- cool. I think, yeah. <laughs> most people tend to romanticize the whatever age they were just a little bit too young for, but with, with respect to the, the very young people like your students and maybe a little older, I mean, I've noticed I, I go to concerts a lot and I, I went to this whole showcase of like teenager bands mm. and then the merch area uh, they're all making zines, like like Xerox zines. Yeah. Like the way, like from from the eighties, which yeah. is when I, I I grew up in the in the seventies and eighties. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's very strange because they love that stuff. These like teenagers. <laughs> yeah. They have no they have no firsthand experience with what that medium. Yeah. Mean means it's just it's this weird like uh, kind of throwback. It's like people getting excited about like Polaroids or something. Because it was like, yeah, it was, uh, yeah. You know. I mean, it's like that was the medium that was accessible and affordable making a zine. And, it, you know, it is very cool. But it was like that's just what was a, you, you were able to make based off what the materials you had. But it is kind of interesting. I, I see a lot of that with like cassette tapes, you know, you know, and or yeah, the, CDs. Uh, even. A, a lot of the, <laughs> the punk bands. Well, because they're very cheap to dub. Yeah. Uh, and uh, with the glut of uh, like major labels that now are making, you know, records again, mm-hmm. uh, which is tying up all the pressing plants. Uh, so that's one of the reasons of for the resurgence of oh, wow. cassettes. I didn't uh, know that. Yeah. I, I have friends who work. Uh, there's a pressing plant in Chicago uh-huh. uh, and th- there's not that many of them and they just can't keep up with all the work. Interesting. And, uh, and for, from COVID times from, you know, all the, the the materials backups and stuff they're they're uh yeah uh that's so uh, many smaller bands have switched to cassettes and even are making they're they're making cds again yeah which I, I thought we'd finally gotten rid of cds but they're, <laughs> they're, those are coming back too they're coming back yeah uh, it, yeah it's expediency and but there is i think an overall uh across the board with many different uh generations and age groups this this kind of longing for some kind of tangible something you can grab onto because everything we're exposed to these days is so ephemeral and it's, yeah. you just cannot hold on to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, uh, and my, my, most of my life has been devoted to making the other things. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the things that aren't even often reproducible. I mean, by the time, into books that was like a that was sort of like a compromise for me you know? <laughs> <laughs> books are printed yeah and uh they're the reproductions yeah that's um uh, you know so interesting so i think like one really cool uh connection and i mentioned this over email to you so over the summer i was like lucky enough to have um coffee with bruce wagner and and he we were just talking about publishing and different things and I don't think, uh, you know, and I was, uh, somehow self-publishing came up and he just like, oh my gosh, there's so many cool things like coming out and there's this guy from Chicago, uh, Dimitri. And I was like, I <laughs> yeah, know. I, I, I sent him a bunch of books. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, he was raving about it. I mean, you can't get higher, in my opinion, like higher praise than from Bruce Wagner. Um, yeah. and he just thought your books were so cool. And he, cause he was telling me, he's like, just self-publish, like whatever. Or do whatever yeah. you know, and, and he just was like, I, "These books are so cool," and um, I was like, "Yeah, I know, I know him," and I just thought that was uh, 
that, that was such well a it's i mean hear. look it's 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 a real real like catch-22 quandary about the self-publishing business yeah, which yeah i've been involved with for well what is it like five books i think this is the fifth one that i've self-published mm-hmm. and you know the the plus side is you have, you have total creative control the minus side is that there's still this kind of taint to the self-publishing thing yeah, that yeah. it's like a vanity press that like no, basically the implication being that nobody wanted it. <laughs> so you just paid for the thing to be printed. But look, people like Walt Whitman used to yeah. do this, you know, yeah. I, uh, tons and tons of your favorite writers, illustrators, whatever paid for books, you know, Herman Melville, for Christ's sake. Yeah, yeah. Who's who's the epigram on on the, on the book? By the way, that's right. I yeah. use I use the thing. It's from Bartleby the the Scrivener. But okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but <laughs> uh, it's it's a real quandary, and I not for the first time, you know, sent out a few queries. But my my problem is that I've figured out how to actually make the books. Mm-hmm from you know, kind of soup to nuts design to everything else. So uh, like a, a, a small, small press doesn't have very much to offer me except for distribution and publicity. And right. that stuff's not guaranteed, but the, the distribution and the publicity is really where I get stuck every time. Yeah. Because I'm not, you know, I'm not part of Ingram and Ingram won't have me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not, so my books are not in their warehouse. So if you go to the search box in any of your favorite indie bookstores, you'll never find these books. Yeah. The only way you'll find them is by finding me, you know? Yeah. And, and I will send it, send them to you myself. Just as after we had finished this conversation, uh, I just got my first kind of like batch of the books. I, oh, I was cool. just the printer. The printer is literally a, a mile south of my house. I, I found that, this yeah. look local local printer uh and i'm going through them to check for mistakes and stuff uh so but yeah i'm gonna sign and number them and uh send them off to the people that pre-ordered them wonderful Uh, so that so it's like it's ready to go it's about i mean it's about ready to be shipped out to people yeah yeah uh yeah my my deadline for him for the printer uh his his name is matt zito and he runs a, a press printing press called nero inc uh, so give him some publicity and some love, but, uh, yeah. uh, yeah, this weekend, uh, uh, which will probably be like, you know, after this airs, but, um, is the printers row lit, which is a, it's a really big book fair here. It's been, it's been here forever. It's one of the bigger, uh, free, you know, literary fests and I'm going to have a table there. And, uh, so people will get the first copies of this book there. Yeah. And next next we can have a have a bookstore event, book release thing with 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 uh, our mutual friend Mallory. Yeah. Mallory's going to be part of that. Mallory Smart will be I part was, of that. I was just about to ask about her. And, if you uh, were still another yeah. writer named uh, Annie Howard. So yeah, yeah, things it's it's happening. You know. Very cool. Things, things are happening. No, that that's great. I think like, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, to me, it, with the self publishing thing, it. It's interesting. I've had I've I've had you know I've had plenty of self published authors on the mm-hmm. show, and you know I'm not going to have someone on the show that I don't like like respect their work, you know, or, or like it. I always yeah. like really really focused because I'm like I can't I'm not good at faking it. So 
I need to have people that I, that I dig their stuff. And, you know, there, there's a lot of people out there who put out, you know, some incredible stuff, you know, and you know, there's bad stuff too, but that's like, it's all like relative to taste. I, I suppose, you know, there's like an audience for, for everything. And same with like the, the big publishers, there's plenty of stuff that I just like, I can't get through it. I can't read it. I don't like it, but then someone else will like it. Um, and then like with music, I, I think about, you know, independent musicians that, yeah. that doesn't have the same, um, negative negative connotation if someone releases something of quality and it's good um well that's but- that's really that's my model that's mm-hmm. the model i'm going for then that's that's the deal with many of these books being signed and numbered the way that records are you yeah, know, yeah. small small bands do this uh and i i'm very sort of i love and, and involved in the in the music music world yeah in a bunch of ways. And I, I definitely took that as inspiration um, for, for the way I go about doing things. And it also, it, it uh, kind of shrinks the scale down to a level of this kind of, that I can deal with from like an artistic level. So basically mm-hmm. I, th- I think of my books as like a, like a print, like an edition of prints, you know? Right. Yeah. It, they just happen to have some words in between the images, you know? Yeah, so let's um let's make sure everyone knows where to get you know so just on your website is where where people can locate you um, most directly, right? Yes, it's so the website is dmitrysamrov.com. It's spelled D M I T R Y S A M A R O V dot com, and you'll find on the welcome page there's a shop. And, and the shop is where the books are and some, some of my art is for sale. That's for sale. And I think this book, uh, to whom it may concern will be the first item in the shop. So Great. easy enough to find if you can find that. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Um, now are, are you on, I got, I, I just have to ask, are you on Instagram now? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So, so you're, you're not the only one that, that's been ill. So last week I had kind of a bad cold mm-hmm. and, uh, somewhere in, in the, in my feverish consciousness on last <laughs> Tuesday, I decided it would be a good idea to dip my toe back into social media, uh-huh. it, which I've uh, steadfastly avoided for eight years, over eight years. <laughs> right. Now. I had to ask. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know if I can explain what possessed me, but yeah. I'm on there now. Well, great. I mean, <laughs> so, like, yeah. no, no need for an explanation. I was like, I was like, am I seeing what I'm seeing when I, I when I? You, you are. You're not the only one, and I, I've I've gotten a lot of good natured and sometimes not so good natured ribbing because <laughs> I've talked so much crap about social media, and I, you know, I will continue to. I'll I'll do it at yeah. my own expense. Yeah, I will. I will fall on on any number of swords you give me. You know, <laughs> it's 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 freaking weird. Yeah, uh, uh, and I and since I have not been on there for eight years, and the last thing I was on was Instagram. It's man, the all the changes. Oh, it's a uh, different. It's like it's totally different. I mean, it's mostly it's it just totally seems like videos. Different. You know, it, it's like you're, everybody wants to do videos, which yeah. I have very little interest in. I did a couple, and I'm. It's not. Not my thing. Yeah. And this yeah. the stories and then like you can't well, I, I realize also the the other 
hurdle, which I'm not willing to 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 sort of clear, is that everybody's looking and making these things on their phones. Uh-huh. Well, I can't do that. Yeah, because yeah. I still carry a dumb phone. Uh-huh. I'm making yeah. these things. I'm making my <laughs> entries either on a laptop or or on an iPad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I so I will not be checking all my my likes and follows as <laughs> as I make my way out into the world. Um, so I'm hoping that that restriction will keep keep me from losing my mind the way I did on social media when I quit all those years ago. Yeah. No, and I think still, that's, that's a, a good an gate. experiment. That's a, <laughs> yeah, no, that's great. That's a good gatekeeper to, to not have it on your phone because it is like, you know, as much as I hate and, and I pulled back, like I've, I've gotten off <clears throat> like I think the last time we talked, I think I had all the big apps and now I've been like slowly pulling back. So I got rid of Twitter, got rid of TikTok. Well, uh, there's a mass exodus from right. <laughs> it's, not, it's not Twitter anymore. It's X. Oh yeah, it's right. It's X. Yeah, so. it's X. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I think I think there's yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty much dead. And then and one. then like I I made the mistake because I was like, it is funny because you know, it, like I would definitely. It's not a love hate. It's like a hate tolerate <laughs> kind of situation. But like when I got rid of when it was Twitter, I got rid of Twitter. What do I do? It's like I forget what the name of the the other app, but I like immediately jump on there. I'm like, oh, I need to claim Salt Lake Dirt. So whatever. Oh, the, uh, comparable. the Zuckerberg, the Threads. Or, no, it wasn't or, Threads. It was uh, something. It Blue, was right. Mastodon. Blue yeah, Sky. Ma- Mastodon. I, I follow, yeah, I follow up. Yeah, I don't think I think Mastodon is re-extinct or something. I don't hear about Mastodon much anymore. Yeah, but. so I jumped on that bandwagon, and I think I yeah. had it for about a week, and I was like, I can't my brain is maybe, you know, I'm in my, I'm in my early forties and, you know, it's just like with technology like that, I'm like, I just am not understanding this. I don't, I don't want to understand it. Uh, I, I I should, you know, it shouldn't be hard. So if it's hard, I need to get it. So then I was like, I'm just trying to replace it with something else. There's like this huge relief of getting rid of Twitter. And then I just immediately like, like, jump into something else so that lasted just a, a well, few days and i deleted that i got rid of that app so that you know it's gone well i've you know <laughs> I've, i remember talking to a musician who you know I, I guess i didn't realize this that you know heroin was developed as a way to get people off morphine oh really <laughs> each one but it's it's more in each one is a step up so like now we're we're in, and then methadone was invented to get people <laughs> off heroin, yeah. and now we got fentanyl, which is you know you can you, is ten times as addictive and ten times as fatal. Yeah. So it's a it's it's up up up. So when I I mean when I uh, in 2015 when I, I quit Twitter, which is the thing that I was on the longest, which for seven years I did my seven years time on Twitter. <laughs> I got off, and I thought I would like you know, graduate step down the way you're supposed to off addictions slowly. Yeah. And I joined Instagram. So I used, my joke was that like the, you know, Twitter was the heroin and, uh, you know, Instagram is the methadone. Uh, but now, you know, now it's all synthetic designer drugs. I mean, I'm not going to go to TikTok or anything. I, I, I so don't care about the videos. Yeah. I mean, the one, the, the nice thing on the Instagram is that it's pictures. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that that's the thing I can wrap my head around. Yeah. But these like the thing with the stories and all those and, when, and now you can 
you plaster these hor this these horrible like tags and like <laughs> like this, like, it, it it just looks like a dumpster like dumpster fire it just lo it looks is. like a dis it looks like a like this desperate crummy discount mall you know it's where everybody's <laughs> just it just it's it's like that you know those horrible uh those inflatable like the car you know those <laughs> yeah, the waving yeah. guy you know yeah. everybody's the waving guy there's that and that that's social media <laughs> all of it in a nutshell and i'm never never gonna not feel like disgusted by it uh, and i yeah we'll see how long i last on here on, on, on the old on the gram well uh, well I, i'm i'm enjoying what i've seen it yeah so it's it's kind of it's nice seeing you so if, i'm gonna i'm gonna cherish this if this is just short yeah, so, yeah, enjoy it, for anybody l l listening the the handle is samrov underscore art so uh Great. <laughs> you can find me on there and i mean it's been useful so I, i've been i've spent this whole week now putting together a new art show on the far Southeast side of Chicago in this mm -hmm. new kind of art space. And so I've just been documenting that. And so, yeah, if you followed me in the last week, that's, that's what you're getting is yeah. a bunch of work in progress. That's, that's, that's great. I mean, yeah, I definitely, <laughs> definitely not coming down on you at all for it. I was, ex I was actually excited to see, uh, um, <laughs> so, um, but yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a hell for sure. It's a, it's a hellscape that we're all <laughs> kind of navigating or. And then, know. yeah, I mean, like I join in and then a day later they accuse me of like <laughs> using some program to gain followers. Oh, and they, really? <laughs> yeah. And they, they like restricted me from liking or following or unfollowing. I could, all I could do was just add more, more work, like more <laughs> posts. That's the only thing I could do weird for for a week for a whole week uh which so it was, it was super dystopian kafkaesque it was like just banging my head against the walls like wow <laughs> and you know if if you pay for followers you're supposed to get thousands you know right I, anybody can check now i've got currently 121 followers <laughs> you know like if 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 that's a bot i'm paying that's a that's a crummy bot that's the worst bot like, ever <laughs> so i uh, so, some uh, of mine uh, theorized that maybe it was it's the Russian name or something. Mm, interesting. Maybe, maybe it's that. Uh, I have no idea. I don't. Maybe because uh, you're not using a smartphone. I don't know. Like maybe they're like, you need to be on. You're not yeah. on the app enough. You need to be on this. I will. I will yeah, I I can tell the difference. So I, I I'm I do stuff on the laptop and then I do stuff on the iPad and you know the ipad because it's using the app rather than mm -hmm. the browser it's many many more things that you can do on there okay so that's what they want because they want more points to track you and right. i understand that's the thing because yeah. it's you know it's it's zuckerberg's hamster wheel and we're just playing <laughs> on it so I, I i have no delu del, you know illusion or like outrage at him trying to make money off of it off the stuff that's yeah. fine uh, I just want to be able to have some say so. Let's, yeah. you know, uh, see, yeah, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I even, I, I did a little doodle and added it to the welcome page on my website. Uh, and it's, it, it's a little like hand drawn, like Instagram thing. And it's called Zuckergram on there. <laughs> so <laughs> I love he, 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 he can, uh, you know, he can fa try to FaceTime me and, <laughs> record his displeasure if he likes he can he, 
now that I'm on his thing, he can he can find me easy. He can find easy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's probably listening right now. <laughs> he's sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll we'll see if he's got critiques on how I uh, put together my book. As, as, as <laughs> like he's Rooney. got the same criticism as Rooney has. Yeah, or if he has other problems with it, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, so I guess like you know, I'll have links to where everyone can get the book, um, where they can now stalk you on Instagram if they want. Um, that's available to, to the, the masses. Um, you're also doing the, the podcast too, right? Yeah. Uh, le- late, I mean, less so lately, I just haven't lined up anybody. Mm-hmm. So I have this in- interview podcast, mostly interview, but audio thing called who, you know, which you can find on your, you know, better, podcast purveyors everywhere <laughs> but yeah. uh uh yeah it, it's kind of quieted down lately but it, it'll it'll launch back up uh again once i f- find some fresh victims you know it's, <laughs> it's not a, pr- a primary mode of expression and i'm not a broadcasting professional like yourself but oh, uh, come on <laughs> I, I i have fun with it i have long meandering conversations with you know poets and artists and musicians uh, about what they do um, yeah and then there's the the other podcast with mallory called that horror cast which yeah. airs every other week and that's that's ongoing <laughs> yeah no that's great um, the horror movie podcast where we barely talk about horror movies. <laughs> <laughs> well i i find like with with podcasting it, it is funny because i was like now that i'm on the radio it's like it, it, it there is and it's a it's good and it's bad like but there's like a like i have to be putting something out something new even though we play some old interviews on the second hour but we you know putting out oh regular, you're 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 at two hours now mm-hmm. yeah i'm at two hours um and i was you know thinking and i was doing pretty good at like actually putting two hours out every week for a mm-hmm. while and then it was yeah then it became kind of a burden um, yeah and our, you know, the, our guy at the radio station was like, just do, you know, just play some best of stuff, you know, let's keep you at two hours, but you don't need to feel like you need to, I'd yeah. rather you do that than cut back down to one hour. Um, so because it, it was becoming, uh, a, a bit too much, but I find, I talked to another friend of mine, Tony Duchesne, who's an author, has a podcast called drinks with Tony. Um, and he, he did you know, cause I was like, I don't know if I even want to do this anymore. I do, mm. I do really enjoy it, but it, it just kind of hit me more than ever. Like these are the, the most enjoyable conversations I have, like in my life right now, <laughs> like where you have, even yes. if, even if it's not, you know, a podcast can be, um, you know, it kind of wanders and, and maybe no, uh, that I mean specifically that horror cast. Yeah, I, I believe is basically a chronicle of my friendship with Mallory. Yeah, and it's mostly. great. Yeah, I mean we pick a movie every every time, but that's just a pretext. And yeah, we're. I mean we we had <laughs> the, these la- uh, the the one I think she's gonna post tomorrow and uh, one before was about this movie called The Relic. Uh, which yeah. is a fr- ridiculous movie, <laughs> terrible movie, but this the 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 one that she's going to put up is this this film critic Scout Tafoyo, who we had on 
uh, as a, a as a special guest uh-huh. took took issue with our tearing ripping into this movie <laughs> so he went on and mounted this very spirited defense of that movie <laughs> it's so funny it's so funny to to hear the contrast in yeah. styles because he's a full on film dork yeah and I, I'm around enough of those people and I've made some of my money reviewing film. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, my, my relationship to that, that whole world is very, very different. And it's, it's a lot more casual and a lot, I don't know. <laughs> it's I different. That. I love that. I'm, te- I'm definitely checking that one out. That sounds, that sounds fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, I I don't know. Uh, I don't know what what Scout thinks of of <laughs> us. Uh, he, he, he he's probably horrified, but <laughs> it's it's in good fun and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we you know, Mallory and I do love movies. We love love di- very different kinds of movies. Yeah. Uh, her and I, but uh uh it, it's a good jumping off point to have a conversation one way or another. It is. And yeah, and then it's like I I think of you know, you can clearly if someone, if the people are enjoying the conversation, like the listener, like I know I listened to like several of that, of the horror cast and it's, um, it's, it's fun. Like it's enjoyable kind of, cause it feels like we're hanging out, even though if I'm just like the quiet guy, not able to like talk to you guys directly, but it's like, I feel like I'm hanging out with you and Mallory and it's, you know, it's fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's enjoyable. Um, yeah, no, there, I, I've, I, you know, that, that's definitely a modern, uh, whatever, uh, invention, the, podcasts that i very much enjoy yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, especially the kind of uh, meandering long-form conversation version of it you know yeah no it's great it's great yeah yeah excellent well um yeah dimitri this was great catching up again um i'm excited for people to check out the book to whom it may concern um and it sounds like people can you know people can order it right now and it's going to be, they can. And yeah. I'll, I'll put it in an envelope and uh, get some st- postage on there. I'll probably even throw in a postcard or something, something extra. And yeah, they, they can get it right now. <laughs> I love that it comes directly. I mean, print, you know, most thing when they, you order self publish, it's like a print on demand type of thing. So I love that it comes directly from you. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, be- awesome. be- because yeah, because I come from the art world and I have all kinds of standards and pretensions. Yeah, uh, the, <laughs> the 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 print on demand thing is is not a, n- not a, a a place that I can I can cross over into. Yeah. That's what that was one of the other issues actually with some of the small presses that I had talks with is because most small presses. And big presses. Yeah. That's their primary way of, of doing things. And I understand it from sure. an economic standpoint, but from what you get on the other side of it, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's not the best. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. What, what you end up with is that horrible word content. And I'm, I'm to, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm trying to make a book. I'm trying to make a thing, you know, like I'm not trying to make content content. Uh-huh. I, I love that. It's yeah. like, it's refreshing to hear that there's people like you out there. So I, it makes me happy. <laughs> <laughs> well, somebody has got to be happy about it. <laughs> um, well, great. Well, yeah, like I said, I love the book and um, we'll have links to where people can pick it up and get it directly from you. 
um, Dmitry Samarov. Thank you so much for coming back. I look forward to having you back on in the future. Thank you. I'll, I'll come on anytime you like. <laughs> awesome. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye.